We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, Proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. Welcome into another position preview. Today, we look at the offensive line as Toby Rowland sits down with Gabe Biker. Who's starting where? Best guess, and th- there's a lot of moving parts right now for Bill Beanbow. I, d- I will say this. I think there- there's going to be, right, there's going to be five guys that run out there for the first snap against Tulane. But I kind of view it as a seven-starter situation heading into the season. And whether that's good or bad, that's, that's for you guys to determine. But I think right now my best guess would be Anton Harrison at left tackle, Marquise Hayes at left guard, Andrew Rame at center, Chris Murray at right guard and Tyrese Robinson at right tackle. 
And I'll, I'll say this about Tyrese Robinson because I know a lot of people may hear that and go, wait, 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 wait. We are taking a guard and bumping him out to tackle. That's not normally how it goes. And you're right. That's not normally how it goes. But Tyrese took his diet, his strength and conditioning very, very seriously in the offseason. He's leaner. He's moving better than he ever had in Norman. He's an experienced player that knows the system very well. And from what it sounds like, he's played at a very, very high level at right tackle throughout training camp. So they feel good. Now, I, I think Wanya Morris is a guy that is going to be in the mix, right? Now, he was banged up in training camp. That's held him back. Remember, he got a late start in spring ball as well. He was working through some things with Tennessee as well. So He's had some things work against him, but he's definitely a very talented guy that I expect to see on the field as well, T-Row. Is he one of the seven? You said you consider seven starters. Is Wanye one of – who's the other guy? I think, and for whatever reason, OU fans give this guy a hard time. I I think Eric Swenson is one of those guys. He he is just reliable. Like, they they have no hesitation – starting him at either tackle spot or either guard spot. And that's the type of player that is a luxury because it's it's rare to go through a season and be able to start the same five offensive linemen every single game. It's just rare with how physical the position is. You know, a guy falls, you know, someone falls into a guy's leg, he's out for a week or two. Like, it, stuff happens along the offensive line. And to have a guy as experienced as Eric Swenson, he's a good player when he's healthy. I mean, he is a solid college offensive lineman when he's healthy. The only problem is he's, he hasn't been healthy very often. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's as healthy as he's been, I think, this, this season. So if he can hold up, I, I think he's a guy that's going to be in the offensive line rotation as well. And from – what it sounds like, Davion Bird is coming along. Wow. Young tackle is coming along. So we'll, we'll see. But I, I would expect Bill to play up to nine, maybe even ten guys along the offensive line at some point this season. I think everyone expected Andrew Rame to eventually win the starting job at center. It appears he likely has. Do you get a sense of how comfortable they are, Bill Biedenboe is, with where he is right now in comparison to Creed and the ability to recognize defenses and everything you had to know as a center? Yeah, so that's a great question. And you, you're you not going to know how well he knows the system until he gets into the game, right? Because the, the pressure is just different. I mean, it's not practice. It's not a training camp scrimmage. It's a game that actually matters. They feel great about where Andrew Rame is physically, right? When it comes to blocking people, they really, really like where he's at. So that's very important, as you know, Toby. Mm -hmm. But the mental component of things, like Bill Biedenboe, I I don't know this for a fact, but he – he puts more mental strain on his center than the vast majority 
of offensive line coaches around the country. Like, you have to know your stuff inside and out to play center for Bill. And I think Andrew Ray is at – he is processing the system at a very high level right now. And along with his high level of play at the position, they feel really good about where he's at in his development as a center because, he I mean, he's never been a center. And it's – there's not much natural about playing the position, and it's obviously if the snap the football, but it's it's harder to see, right? Because you're down in your stance, you got your hand on the ball, but it sounds like he has picked up all the nuances of the position. Now you're, you're constantly learning, and he's gonna he's gonna learn the more games he plays, the experience he gets, you know, playing in live action that that'll come. But one encouraging thing that I've heard, Toby, that, you know, Rain being able to, you know, carry the burden of getting everyone in the right place and making all the line calls and making sure all these guys are on the same page, that has allowed that to go off of Chris Murray's plate. Remember, those were the two Mm -hmm. guys going at it for the center position. Well, Chris Murray, he, he had some struggles with that responsibility he just did and they felt like it was holding back his level of play in spring ball they have plugged him in at right guard and I have been told that he is mauling people Hmm. with having to think less and just being able to go out there and play right he's there at guard now Ray makes the call and Murray has been playing at a very very high level leading up to this season I made, you know, one of my bold predictions the other night on the podcast, Toby, was that Chris Murray's going to be an all-Big 12 player at guard. I think that's my boldest prediction for any player this season. And people were like, wait, what? I mean, he's, he's going to play. I was like, yes, he's going to play, and he's going to play well. So I'm excited for the interior of the offensive line. When you look at Hayes, Rame, Murray, as long as those three guys can communicate and get everyone on the same page, right? Because it's, it's not just the center, right? You, you can talk. It's not against the law for the other linemen to tell the center what they're seeing. I, I, think, I think the interior of the offensive line could be just fine. Explain Chris Murray to me because when you just look at heights and weights, you know, they're 6'5", 6'7", 6'6", 6'4", across the – Chris Murray runs out there. It looks like he's in the wrong position group, right? He's like six one or something like that. So he's, what what is what is it that he does so well? I just think they they love his attitude, man. And you you mentioned the height and weight, and you can ask any tall lineman. Like I'd much rather play against a six four defensive lineman than a six foot defensive lineman. And I know you're like, wait, that's only four inches. But, dude, you talk about center of gravity, leverage. That's what Chris Murray has. He's really strong. And, I mean, it's a classic beaten bow lineman. Now, he's not a massive human being like the guys Bill typically puts out there. But he is just mean, man. (laughs) I mean, he's mean. You go out there, like, he's finishing guy. He's one of those guys that he's going to play through the whistle. He plays with an attitude. Going to get a couple he's of personal going, foul penalties along he's the going way. To, no, he's going to flirt 
with some personal okay. foul penalties. <laughs> so he's like that. That's the kind of guy he is. That's the kind of physicality he plays with. And the, the, the great thing about Beatonville, and I always tell the story because you know it, it just shows. Like my senior year, we were going to start a walk on at left tackle until some stuff unfortunately happened off the field for him. Like he did not care. Like it doesn't matter how tall you are, how heavy you are. It's about how you play, man. How, how you play snap in and snap out. Like what consistency do you bring? What attitude do you bring to the field? He doesn't care how many stars you have. Like he doesn't, he does not care that Chris Murray came from UCLA. It's all about how you play for that man. And, from what it sounds like, Toby, Chris Chris Murray is playing with an attitude. He's playing at a really high level, and he, he's battling day in and day out with arguably the best defensive line in the entire country. And we wrap up this position preview with Bill Beanbow's meeting with the media. Competition going early in camp. What's that doing for you? I mean, are you getting anxious to try to just get down to a seven and eight, or how are you handling all that? You know, not right now, and. Um... You know, we've only had four practices, you know, two days in pads. So I do, again, it's four practices, so take it for what it's worth. I mean, we've got 20, 21 more, but I do. I, I do. I, I think we've got really good competition across the board. Um, the mentality is much improved. The consistency is much improved. Um, feel good about where we are right now today, but it's got to continue. And they have from the first day to right now. I mean, I'm saying across the board, each individual, freshman, guys that have been here for a long time ha- have improved every day. And um, I'm excited right now if it continues on this trajectory that it's been on. So, um, But it's a constant everyday thing. It's like I talked to them today after practice. You can, you know, no matter if it's good or but you can't get complacent. If you had your best practice you've ever had, you can't get complacent. There's always room to improve and get better. And for us to be the best offensive line in the country, we've got to continue to get better every day. And we have up to this point. Now we've got 20, I think it's 21 more practices, you know, before the first game. So, But I feel good about the guys. I like their mentality. I like how they're working. They're playing physical. They're playing hard. Got to continue to play a little bit smarter. Not that we're playing dumb right now, but got to continue to play smart. So I feel as good as I can four days into a camp. Is that you know for sure Marquise is going to start here or so-and-so is going to be here? Is everything sort of open? You know, we really don't, you know, and, um, you know, do I have an idea because of guys with experience? Yeah, you think you do, but, again, we've got some, some young guys that are really improving at a fast rate, which means the guys that may have played or may have started – um, have got to keep raising their game, you know. So, and I think that's what's happening. I think everybody sees, you know, the depth, the competition that we have. I think, and I talked to those guys about it. We have, I want to say, we have seven guys right now that have started in a, in a college football game, whether it's here or somewhere else. We have eight that have played, you know, played or started, and then we have ten that have played. You know, we just did all the reps that have had quite a few reps so um, there, there's competition out there and, and you got to do it every single day and and again I, I really and all our problems ever are mentality how, how we approach every day you know and obviously I've got to do a better job when that comes up is an issue but it, the talents there the abilities there and, and every guy in that room has the ability to start and and win games for us but it's got to be every day and that's the mentality
mentality you have to take. You can't have a great day and say, oh, okay, I've arrived. Because really, at any position, but especially offensive line, you never arrive. All right? it's, it's a constant grind of continuing to get better. You know, uh, much more. Um, really like what he's doing right now. Again, look, everybody take this for what it's four days in. You know what I mean? I mean, we've had four practices and two in pads. But what I've seen of him up to this point, very, very impressive. Bill, when we have newcomers coming in, what's the biggest, or transfers, I guess, what's the biggest challenge for them to adapt to what you're teaching them? That's a great question, and you, you can ask them, but the, the biggest thing I see, and, and whether it's right or wrong, um, we, I teach the total con- – obviously, you've got to focus on your position, but I teach the total concept of the play. They've got to understand formations. They've got to understand defenses. They have to understand coverages. They have to understand all those things because when you do – now, it's hard. It's not easy. All right, that's why it takes some guys a little bit, even a talented guy, maybe take him a little bit longer to start here um, because there's so much to go into it. It's not line up and block that guy right there. You've got to understand the formation we're in, the defense you're in, the, 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 they're in, the play that we have, where it's designed to go, and how things are going to fit. So it, it is a little bit tougher. I, I would say that is probably the toughest thing for them to do and understand because a lot of these guys haven't done those things before. It's just, hey, this is the play. This is what you're doing. And again, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I don't know how you play football like that. You've got ha- you to have an understanding. But with that being said, it does take a little bit longer. Everything. I mean, really. And I'll say that a lot and probably shouldn't say it. Don't print it. But um, I know you're, I'm just messing with you. But, I mean, really, every, I mean, he's got every tool. He's got every trait to be an elite center. I mean, he's got the size, the athleticism, the smarts. I mean, he's really, really working at it. And, and that's the biggest thing, and it goes back to mentality. Like I, I try to preach all the time and get across to him, um, your mentality and how you impro- approach every single day is the most important thing. You know, they're all talented. They're here for a reason. You know, we recruited them here for a reason. Now, what's the mentality that you have every day? Are you complacent? Are you lazy? Are you content with being just good? Are you going to work to be elite, to be the best? And that's what he's done up to this point, and it's showing on the field. And and I think, you know, uh, every guy in there has. I really do. You know, now some guys got to continue to do it at a higher level, but I can see from the spring to right now, um, it's showing up on tape that, that they're doing the things that it takes outside of here. And I've told you guys this numerous times. I mean, we get a limited amount of time with them, you know. And, and if they just do what, they're, you know, what we are requiring them to do here, they'll never be an elite player. We can win the Big 12, all right, but not, we're not going to get to where we need to get or where we want to get by doing just the bare minimum. So across the board, and especially him, he's doing it. He has to. He's a center. He's got to call every play. He's got to get everybody going, you know, in the right direction. Coach, I've had to replace the center quite a while. Um, how are those other guys? It seems like you've got a lot of options in addition to Andrew. How, yeah. How's the whole crew look? You know, again, I, you know, it's four days, you know, so. But I feel good about all of them. You know, you got um, you got Andrew right now. You got uh, Conjol, who Conjol is. And he, he was good in the spring, um, but he is way, way ahead 
of, of where we ended the spring. His body's better. He's stronger. He understands the system better, so he's doing a heck of a job. Then you got Ian McIver, who's played a bunch around, or played, I think he pl- he's played 300 snaps. I got that in there, but he's played quite a bit around here. Nate Anderson, for a freshman, um, is doing a heck of a job. He's had his best four practices since he's been here. You know, so, um, and then Chris is just doing it. Chris Murray's doing it on and off right now. Um, you know, he's playing at guard for us right now. We'll get him some more reps at center. I've gotten him some in walkthroughs and in drills and all those things. So um, we've got good options. You know, we've got really good options. So, um, yeah, it, it's, um, it, it's tough. You know, you have a guy like Creed that you don't ever worry about it, and then it's finding the right guy. But, you know, I think, um, I think Rame has a lot of the same qualities that Creed had you know, coming in. Probably not as strong as he was coming in, but he's a really smart kid. And that's the most important thing at that position is being smart. Obviously, you got to have the size and be a good player and all those things. But being smart enough to, you know, understand the offense, understand the blocking schemes, and every, get everybody going in the right direction. Coach, Savion Bird is a guy that generated a lot of buzz even before he got to campus. What have you seen from him so far? What have you been impressed with? Yeah, yeah. Again, four days in. I know I've said that a bunch. So, um but, yeah, really impressive. I mean, way, way ahead of what I have even anticipated. He is a big, strong, athletic guy. Man, he's got, he's got a strike. He's got powerful hands. Um, he is a, he's a smart kid. He is working extremely hard. Now, that being said, um, is he going to play the first game? Is he going to play the fifth game? Is he going to play the twelfth game? Is he going to redshirt? I don't know right now. But it's, he's ahead of where I even I, I thought he'd be a really good player, but he is ahead of where I even thought he would be coming into this season or coming into this uh, fall camp. Bill was, was curious about about Wanya Morris. Um, a little saw him a little bit in the spring. Just how's that transition been for him so far? It's good. It's good. He's getting better. You know, he he's getting better. He's do, he's doing good things again. Um, like somebody had asked before, the transition coming from a different – it's just learning, you know what I mean? And he's doing a good job. Again, he's a big guy. He's played a bunch. You know, he's, he's started a bunch of games, um, been a good player. Um, but it's competition, you know what I mean? He, he, he and I think we got him, Anton, you know, you got Swenson, you got Tyrese, you got Savion now. Um, so we got um, – and Parks, Aaron Parks is coming on. You know, now again, what's he going to do the rest of the time? I don't know. But I think we do finally um, have some competition. Again, it's got to continue to progress. But um, there's there's a bunch of guys competing to be starters. Do they have left or right tackles, or do you, are they versatile and can play both? Yeah, you know, um, hopefully they can play both. But, you know, um, right now it's left. You know, we're staying left and right. You know, we haven't had to move a guys. I moved a few guys today just to see some things. But, um Ultimately, you got to get comfortable, especially a young guy. You know, the set's totally different. Your footwork's totally different. Um, as easy as it may seem on the outside, hey, just move this guy over to the right side, everything's different. Your dominant leg's different. You know, your stance is different, so everything's different. So we try to keep it left and right. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be that – or, excuse me, a guy playing left or playing right. Um, and I do think we have enough depth right now to do that, right now, today. Now, again, will that change to where we got to play guys on both sides? It may at some point. Can you give us an idea who's kind of playing which sides? Um, yeah. Um, Anton right now is left. Uh, Wanye's left. Savion's left. Um, Swenson, Tyrese, um, and who else? Parks is on the right. Um, and Tyrese is playing guard, too. 
Can I ask you about that? When you have a guy like Tyrese who's playing some tackles and guard, you talked about Chris playing center some guard. Do guys get attached to one position and want to play that? Or do, in your experience, do most guys not mind moving? That's a great question. Um, most guys don't. They may want to play a certain position, you know what I mean, and feel comfortable. But if you put it to them like this, look, you can be – I can play you at guard if you really want to play guard. You're going to be the backup guard, or you could be the starting center. You know what I mean? Or, or vice, however it is. You know what I mean? I said, hell, I'll play you at guard. You're going to be the backup then. You know what I mean? If you don't want to play center. So uh, most guys will do it. You know, yeah, and it's like anything. They may feel a little bit more comfortable, but with the reps and the time, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. What is it that differentiates them from the rest of the guys that are strictly interior guys in your system? Well, um, you know, our tackles are generally, and they, we're not the traditional, and I used to be, hey, I need a 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", guy because of long arms. I, I really got away with that with Cody Ford and, and Bobby Evans. You know, I, when Cody Ford came here, I never imagined he'd be a tackle. Really didn't recruit him out of high school when he came here, all those things. Obviously, he was the same situation. He probably would have been more comfortable at guard, but was going to have a chance to start a tackle. What differentiates it? You're, you're just probably, you got to be a little bit more athletic on the edge. Tyrese is an athletic guy, um, but he's played a bunch of guard, um, and he, he's doing a heck of a job right now. His body's in the best place that it's ever been. I think he's at about three. 15-ish, 316-ish, so he, he's doing a heck of a job right now. He's, he's moving well, um, looks really good out there, so he's got to continue to keep going. Coach, you've been real positive today, saying like everybody could be the starter. I know it's four days in, and every year is different, but comparing to previous seasons, do you ever recall feeling this good about your, your group this early in camp? What, you I'm not a positive guy? <laughs> I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, pro you know that, that's hard to say. Probably in 2008, and again, look, I'm not saying it's going to be like that, okay? That, that's probably the last time that I felt like this, and again, it's four days in, okay? But, you know, it, 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 it is. I, you know, I don't have to, I don't, if you guys are at practice, I'm not, yelling and doing all that a bunch because they're doing what the hell they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? And, and they're, they're doing what we need them to do. So, yeah, do I feel good right now? Heck, yeah, I do. Now, can we come in here tomorrow and I'll be more negative? Maybe. You know what I'm saying? But right now, today, yeah. So the untrained guy being out there practice today, it looks like the defensive guys, they, they just look bigger maybe stronger than, than they have in the past. Do you get the sense as the O-line coach that there are some dudes over there now, maybe in a way that there didn't used to be? Do you, do you get that impression? I now? do, which, which is making us better. I mean, it, it's a battle every play for, for whatever, whatever it is, 10 to 15 guys. You know, the second guy comes in, the third guy comes in, which I love because that is making us bat better. We have got to battle and compete every single play. You know, so, yeah, there's no doubt. In, in my time here, um, it, it's as deep, you know, and you got to talk to the defensive guys about what they think, but it's as deep as, as I've seen it and as talented and as big and as athletic and, and as challenging as, um, as I've seen since I've been here. You brought up Anton earlier, and you talked about 
talked about guys, younger guys that are making that jump. Is he a guy, obviously he played quite a bit last year and started, but is he the guy that you've seen just make a, a big jump in freshman? I think so, more in mentality. He's got, to, he's got to continue to keep his weight on. I think he's a little too light right now. Um, and and the, the uh, strength coaches and the uh, nutritionists are doing a great job with that. He's got to focus on that more. He's, an ex- he's a great – he's kind of like Drew Samia. You know, Drew Samia wanted to eat all really good food and all that and his body, you know, and all that stuff. And, and I get it. I probably should do it. But, I mean, you know, you're an offensive lineman. Yeah, you don't want to be sloppy, but he's such a good athlete you know what I mean? That he got to have that extra mass and that extra strength. You know, he he's very. And again, I'm not saying never. It's going to be hard to beat him around the edge. So he's got to gain the mass and the strength to be able to shut down rushes that are coming through him. All right, he's going to get in a position to do it. But now he's got to continue to keep that weight up. And I know it's not easy right now for him, you know, being out there in that heat and all that. But he's got to do the things outside of here to keep that up. But, yeah, he's made a big jump. I, I think he's going to be a great player for us. Bill, Marcus Hicks has moved over to your side. What, what, have, what are your early impressions of him? Yeah, I like him. like him. Smart kid. Um, really talented. He, he actually, and, and I told him this, and I told his dad this, I thought coming out of high school, I know he recruited him as a D lineman, but I would have recruited him as an O lineman. I would have recruited the kid out of, out of high school as an O-lineman watching his tape. You know, he's a big kid, athletic, uh, was a wrestler, you know, so he's got good balance. Obviously, now it's just learning the techniques, but I've been, I've been really impressed with what he's done up to this point. I think he's got a chance to be a, a really good player. Again, if it, I, I, I'm not saying it's going to happen right now, today, this year, whatever, but you know, I, I do like what he's doing. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast, The Game Plan, and the Lincoln Riley Press Conference coming up later today. Have a great Tuesday, and Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate, proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.